BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. He's going to be competing for the GCW World Championship tonight at GCW Touch the Sky Live in Dallas, taking on Blake Christian. Joining us is the one and only Fuego Del Sol. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing, doing well. well. Thanks for joining us. Now I get to kick off Andrew Zarian. And now you get to kick me off. <laughs> Listen, much better, much better guest than me. A thousand <laughs> times better than me. I'll see you, boys. Thanks, Thanks Zarian. All right. Hello, Fuego. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're good. I feel like now we're in a time loop. We're just going to keep saying good morning. And <laughs> well, yo, we appreciate you joining us uh, this morning. Let's let's get into it with the GCW. You're facing Blake Christian for the GCW world title. Uh, how much do you know about Blake Christian and why is he such a dick? Um, I know a lot about Blake Christian, man. I've been watching this dude uh, since his second year in professional wrestling. I saw a guy coming from the South, again, a guy from Mobile, Alabama like me. He, uh, he started down in Tennessee, and just I slowly saw him making waves, doing big things, how athletic he was, how good he was. And I was like, man, this guy is someone I keep in the back of my mind that I am, I feel like I, I, I do this with a lot of different people. I compete with uh, in a way to kind of make myself better. If they're doing big things, I need to be doing big things, right? I want to keep myself on the same path that some of these people are that I think we're at that same level or at least trying to compete to be at that next level. And uh, slowly but surely, we both made our way to uh, the mainstream of professional wrestling. And now, you know, he's got this attitude problem that I just cannot stand. I think he's, uh, if you could if you could buy him for what he's worth and sell him for what he's actually worth, then you'd be a millionaire uh, because he's uh, up his own ass real bad right now at the moment. So we've been trying to get 
Blake Christian to join us on the show for a have while. We? we have. I've been sending tweets. I've been trying to go through different channels, various channels, and we and he doesn't he doesn't want to do it. I okay, fine. Maybe we're not maybe we're not big enough for him. Let's but if you win that GCW world title, Fuego, can we bring you back a bunch of times? Would you do that for us? That's the problem. See, that's the problem with Blake Christian. I want everyone to know this, right? He wants to be champion, but he doesn't want any of the championship burdens that come with it. Thank he cannot you. talk like me. He can walk the walk in the ring, but he cannot talk the talk. Okay? I can do the media. I can cut the promos. I can be anywhere and everywhere all at once. I'll be at GCW tonight, and then I hop on a jet in the morning, and I fly to Montana, and I wrestle in Montana tomorrow night. Then I fly back to San Antonio and wrestle in San Antonio Sunday night because I do this. This is my life, right? I don't have three letters attached to my name anymore to uh, elevate me in a way he does. And I don't know if that's making him uh, complacent. I don't know if that's made him lazy when it comes to being a true champion, but like I see GCW happening all the time, and I don't see him in the main stories. I don't see him uh, in all of these promos. I'll cut a promo for this show this week. I yet to see Blake cut a promo for the show because he doesn't want the championship burdens like I want to be champion. And that's why something needs to change tonight. He just wants to be an asshole to everybody. He's a He's a... Giant, giant jerk. I hope and, we beat him. I hope we can just rid the world of, of Blake Christian once and for all. Him and Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. I, no. Hold on, hold on. I, I, I got a soft spot for Matt Cardona because, you know, I got to ask him once what he eats on his day off and his response went viral. So I got I to gotta give it to Matt Cardona. So, you know, that's fine. At least he promotes the shows. He that, does. Cardona, he does. Big, on, uh, big on promoting. Yeah, um, big on Twitter and X, for sure. Yes. yes. Hey, hey you mentioned uh, sorry, going to making the towns and everything. How do you handle pirates? That's the big topic of discussion today is how do you handle pirates? Mm, I, uh, you know, I... Uh, I know how to communicate with pirates. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. I know how to communicate with pirates. So it's like we speak the same language. And when, you know, there's a certain respect there. Um, when, when you when you can communicate with them and, and you got, you, you know each other like me and pirates do, certain respect. They let me, they let me, they let me go. I'm all good. You're in on the, on the pirates here. Like you, you've, have you been hunting treasures? with them like i need to know more so i grew up on the coast right i grew up by the water you okay. know there's a there's a the way of the water the way of the language that's just something you gotta understand right they're just they i got three kids and they're just looking for some booty you know what i'm saying <laughs> so i understand i don't think you need kids to have that <laughs> you're, you're right but you know different types of booty but it's the same thing same thing searching the seas we, we won't expose all the pirate secrets out there when it comes to this um you've been back on the independent scene for for a while now how have you after coming off the aew run how how has things changed for you being back on the independent scene um you know i i, I said i've learned real quick that you don't have a promotional juggernaut behind you to elevate all the things you do everything i did was amplified because i was going to be on uh aew programming whether it be tv or dark at least you know once a month and so to not have that, you know, a lot of times you're out of sight, out of mind. So unless someone is following me, they might not know all the things I'm doing, all the ways I'm getting better, all the dope shit I uh, I do in the ring. Uh, but it took me a while to get my, you know, my footing back under me. I, to, I Not only did I get released by AEW, but I was 
that was right after I got cleared from a four month foot injury. So I had to kind of refine my footing and, and get back to where I wanted to be cardiovascular wise and uh, in ring shape and uh, then getting my foot more comfortable to do all the crazy shit I usually do. Um, so I would say it took me about four or five months to get to where I wanted to be. And then now I'm just hitting my stride and doing what I want to do. And I knew I had to set my sights on GCW because I want to, I want to be back on TV again. Uh, and to do that, you've got to hit some of the big indies and there's no bigger independent right now than game changer wrestling, traveling, uh, traveling all of North America, going, doing European tours. They're doing everything. And I want to be there. I want to be a consistent part of the roster and, the fastest way to do that is to be Blake Christian for the GCW championship tonight. It's a pretty fair way of thinking about it, to be honest. Come in, win the title. Yeah, be the guy on top. You uh, you broke a rule recently on the uh, on the internet. Oh God! And uh, we're not going to get too too deep, but you basically you were saying don't don't interact with outrage accounts and engagement farming. And you know, I'll, I'll tell you personally, I I agree with that. I actually think it's a great uh, a great thing to have in your in your back pocket to not do that, not interact. Yeah, with that. and that dude sucks. Who you replied to? By exactly. <laughs> let's just put it out there. But let's. And sorry, was in my DMs telling me how much he's. <laughs> we'll do it publicly, damn it. So, so here, here's the What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Thing. We gotta we 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 gotta get our, our articles out. So we need your your hottest wrestling take, and we're gonna turn it into an outrage article of our own. Ooh, I'm sure. No, okay. no one's gonna come after you, but we're definitely gonna come with read the whole piece. So let's go. Let's give you your hottest wrestling take. Oh my goodness, my hottest wrestling take. Um so there's so there's two different probably ways I could go with this. Um My hottest wrestling take at the moment. People just bury Sean Ross Sapp at this point. That's fine too. I mean, I like Sean. I really do. I feel like really one of the only, I mean, maybe a, him along with a couple others, only the, the only reliable, or at least trying to do it with some integrity. I feel like, man, some people don't give a damn. Like wrestlers, open themselves up to try to, you know, help, help you guys a little bit, not just you guys. I'm just mean people in general, you know, are a journalist in general, and then they get screwed later on because these guys will do anything for the, for the clickbait. And so it's, it's weird. Oh, mm. so just say Cody should lose at WrestleMania. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> Hell no! I think that's the that's the WWE had Rock versus Roman and Cody versus Roman up on a silver platter, and they fumbled both of them severely. I feel like they have miraculously recovered it in some sort of way and pivoted, really thanks to the Rock. But why did you have Cody win the Royal Rumble if you knew you wanted to do Rock versus Roman? It's just the it just made no sense storyline-wise. Like, you had to see this coming. And I get Punk got injured and that those are wrenching plans, but they say that Rock knew he was coming back way earlier than that. It just, that doesn't make any sense. It, I mean, to be 
you know, the the biggest wrestling company in the world, you think there's a little bit more foresight and planning going on. But, you know, I, I want a job one day, so maybe I'll stop talking. <laughs> Have you and Cody kind of been keeping up with each other since, uh, you know, as he's been on this ascent in WWE? Me, Sammy Guevara, Cody Rhodes, we have a group chat. We talk all the time. We're laughing. You know, Sammy is a giant uh, figure mark and a giant belt mark is what we call them in the thing. And so uh, they're just competing for figures and belts at this point. Uh, and I'm there to add my own funny little commentary. But then we're talking about life. We're talking, we all got children now. So we're talking about children. Uh Cody called Sammy a fake Dragon Ball Z fan the other day, and it was just the highlight of my whole day. Uh, but yeah, I talk to him all the time. You know, he's been a mentor to me. You know, I was actually backstage at Raw and SmackDown in October, you know, and uh, he invited me on the old bus. We had a good little chat, and it was like time, just like we were back in AEW. I feel like, you know, Cody played a big part in a lot of people's ascent in AEW, or at least getting high in AEW. And some people don't talk to him as much now that he's not in an EVP role. And I think he does appreciate the people that does still reach out to him. And uh, he was always our friend first. That's why we did those stupid ass vlogs. It's because we just enjoyed hanging out with each other and cracking jokes. And so I, uh, I'm, I'm a huge Cody supporter, and he definitely should win at WrestleMania. <laughs> this is the clickbait headline. There you go. Cody Rhodes has called Sammy Guevara a fake, fake Dragon, Dragon Ball Z, Z fan. fan. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and let the, let the tribalists go nuts at the idea of the three of y'all being in a group chat. <laughs> You're not allowed. That's not yeah. allowed to do that. Fuck the tribalists. There's a... I mean, I like wrestling. I grew up watching wrestling. I, you know, Monday nights it was Raw, and then on Thursday nights I'd watch TNA. And as much wrestling as I could get, I loved. Right, and it's just, I think, I think, especially with Twitter, you have like stand culture that comes out, and like they make it their whole personality, or they base all their friendships around liking one person or one thing and like clinging to it. And it is their uh, moment of escape to click on that X app and to pop up and to immerse themselves into whatever they like, which also creates this crazy echo chamber that some people are better than they are. Some people are worse than they are. This person deserves this thing. This person, and it's just, a bunch of bullshit, man. Go outside, touch grass. <laughs> it always one. it always baffles me when that happens, and I'm like, you know, all these guys are like friends, and they all want each other to succeed. Well, not all of us, like so right, right. Us but for the, fake, for the we hate part. each other in the back for real, you know. Um, <laughs> Welcome to a working environment. Yes, yes absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like, for the most part, it's like they all they they pick each other up. Like Eddie Kingston will take shots. At WWE on television, and he's like, "Yeah, I want WWE to succeed. I got friends over there who work. I don't want them to go out of business or anything. Like that's dumb. We all want each I other." I mean, even Randy Orton, who's going to be a WWE lifer for all this, I just had an interview where he was like, "Cody went over there and changed the business. You know, he made everything better for all of us. All of that." Always baffling when when people get attached to that kind of stuff. But uh, uh, what can you do? Speaking kind of on the same subject of Cody Rhodes, Fuego Two, where where has he been? He little similarities to Cody Rhodes. I mean, and, people love to point this out. People love yeah. to point out the similarities, you know, and it's it just sucks because Fuego 2 went missing right at the same time that Cody, you know, jumped ship and left us all. Um, you know, it's missing presumed dead at this point. You know, the more I think about it, the the, I don't know, the more I fight back tears. Um, 
What a fun little thing while it lasted. There's only four matches, but it took the world by storm. God, it took the world by storm. And it was really just a way for, uh, you know, Fuego 2 to uh, stay in ring shape because he felt like he was cutting too many promos on TV. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was great for me because it guaranteed me to be at TV every week. And then when Cody leaves, and I don't have that guarantee to be at TV every week, uh, it slowly hurt my uh, standing with standings within AEW. I think. What's one of the like as little things you can learn from a guy like Cody Rhodes? Because everyone sees the big television persona, but Cody is very good with the minute little details. What What's some of the little things that you can pick up from somebody like Cody? Oh, there's a ton of little things, but my favorite thing, and I feel like more people need to think like this, is the definition of the word "over." is what he loves to harp on. He's like, there is there is over in a sense that you will always move tickets and do well numbers on TV and move merchandise. And then there's over that people, everyone else likes to think of is just, you got a lot of momentum right now from the crowd reactions. That's it, right? There's two different ones. Like even right when I got signed, I had so much momentum with good crowd reactions. But the less I was used or the less I was on TV, the more it just slowly died down, right? He's like, he he told me last year, he's like, I thought, he's like, I was getting really good crowd reactions for a while. And then they announced Cena for SmackDown. He moved 5,000 tickets in one night. He's like, that's over. He was like, at AEW, when we were both there, he was like, the only over guy on this roster is Chris Jericho. He's like, everyone else fluctuates in our momentum and our crowd reactions. He's like, to be truly over, you have to be able to sustain that for years at a time. And like, it really changed my thought process. Right? So is there's over and then there's over right now. And some people are just over right now. It's funny that you say that. Cause like, I think about everything that you're saying is true. And I also think that some wrestling promotions operate as like uh, a team mentality, like a, a team uh, what's the, an ensemble cast is what gets it over. Is that something that you, you ruminate on? Is that something you think about? Or are you really like rooted in what Cody's saying with, you know, the star that's over moves the tickets? Well, it just depends on how you book it, right? That's the great thing. But like, you know, WWE for better, for worse, made themselves synonymous with the, with the word wrestling. Uh, WWE made themselves so like WrestleMania is going to sell itself in a lot of ways. You could not announce a match. And, and like, while that is good for WWE's business model, it's not necessarily good for everyone's singular business model. Right. And when contracts come up, they don't give a damn about how well the ensemble did at the, that, at that year, if that makes any sense. It's like, they want to, they, everybody wants to yell that team. Hey, it's a team effort. Hey, we're all together. Hey, but at the end of the day, you have to try to look out for yourself first. It's like, this is the business of we want everyone to succeed, but nobody do better than me. It's just how it always is. And that's how it's always going to be. And so if you can, if you book it right and use that, you know, you know, uh, if use it right in the right way of like, hey, we got this new guy coming in. We put him with the right over person. Uh, or in the right overmatch and and get people interested and excited about this guy, then you can, you know, you look at someone like Jay Cargill right now, and it was the perfect debut at the Rumble for her, but they built it up for a few months beforehand after they signed her, and then they put her in the Rumble. They ha give her this big moment. 
that's a way to do it to keep someone and to show a different audience how you know over someone is who out there on the independent scene do you do you kind of have your eye on looking at like i'd like to get in the ring with this guy and and see what he's all about and as a test to yourself speedball mike bailey i think is number one and i know he's with impact you know in tna but uh they if you look at any top independent cards right now most of them have some talent from tna on it uh and yeah, so as just speedball, I think right now is the best, one of the best in the world. He's in my top five best in the world. It's just, he's a cardio machine. He doesn't get tired. He's always innovating, coming up with new stuff. I remember I was at WrestleCade last November and uh, I was sitting there next to my buddy, Sam Stackhouse and uh, speedball wrestled Matt Cardona and Cardona comes through the curtain first and he's huffing and put, puffing. He, and he looks at like the promoter and he's like, Speedball's good, man. That speedball's really good. And then Speedball walks through the curtain and he looks like he hasn't broken a sweat. He just walks to the back because, like, he goes so hard every single match. And then he'll say that he doesn't go hard. Uh, but, like, I got to finally jump in the ring with Jonathan Gresham uh, at the end of last year. I was very excited about that. Uh, but, but Speedball is the one I would love to mix it up with. Alex Shelley, another one I would love to mix it up with. Uh, and then there's a lot of young cats up on the rise that I think, you know, I, I, I would love to mix it up with these. Yeah, they, you know, a young cat like Leon Slater would be fun to to work where Kevin Knight, um, you know, there's a bunch of guys on the rise that I'm, I'm looking at. I'm going to pull up a photo from your Instagram and I have one question. Uh Oh, what were y'all talking about? Believe it or not, I feel like people don't listen to this T-Pain's music now. And I have always been the biggest T-Pain fan. I've seen him in concert. And like, I, uh, I and then Twitch as well. Because like, when you meet a celebrity, I have always, even especially with wrestlers too, I don't want to just meet you and take a picture with you. I want you to remember who I am when I meet a celebrity and like, that was like my whole, anytime as a young wrestler, anytime we had a big giant name on the independent show, I was like, my goal is to get this guy to follow me on Twitter by the end of the day. <laughs> like I got to get in good with these people, you know? And uh, same thing with T-Pain. I was like, I talked to him about some of his new music. Cause I know people wouldn't, some of these people there wouldn't have known about that. Uh, and then I talked to him a little bit about Twitch. And then when I rated him on Twitch, him and his wife both were like, hey, that's the wrestler from da 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 da. And I was like, mission accomplished. You know what I'm saying? So some of his new music and just, uh, he was just so cool. He was so happy to be backstage. Cody brought him back. He was so nice, took pictures with everybody. He was the man. And who do you have following you on Twitter that, that is famous, that you, you've gotten that, that big famous follow? Oh, I don't know. I mean. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh God! Just now. Ah, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I mean, uh, Ron Funches follows your boy, which he's a big wrestling fan. He's been involved in the. Uh, uh, who else we got? There's another famous person that follows me. I mean, Mia Khalifa followed me for a little bit of time because she was at an indie show that I was at, but she don't follow, which is understandable. Um, I unfollowed as well. It's understandable. <laughs> 
Uh, Mutual unfollowing. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. You don't want people reporting in the spot. In, yeah, of course. Uh, directly. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you really scroll back on Instagram, you can find that photo, which is, yeah, got me street cred, which I didn't want, I think. Um, I was on a time crunch. So I got his I understand. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Um, you know, there's a ton of wrestlers that follow me, but I, I don't know. I don't know who would be my biggest celebrity follow. Yeah, I don't know. I'm unsure. I mean, I got, you know, Greg Miller from Kind of Funny is all IGN, former IGN, you know, million follower. He, but he's apparently, you know, a part of WWE roster now, too. So we're all connected in some way. Uh, I see Cole Radrick is is out here retweeting and talking about a potential match between Sam and, and yourself against uh, him and Alec Price. Can you say mean things about Cole Radrick? Oh, it's so hard to say mean things about Ratty Daddy. I, I could talk some shit on Alex Price, and Alec Price any day, uh, <laughs> but Cole is my guy. Uh, Cole, you're not as good at Rocket League as you think you are. I mean, oh. uh, we play all the time, and you know, you, sometimes you have good days, sometimes you have bad days. But me and Sam, while we might fail at beating your rock league on some days, we will whoop your ass if you get in the ring with us. Uh, that is something that we have both decided. Me and Sam Stackhouse, it's, it's just someone I really want to show some love to. Sam Stackhouse, also from Oklahoma, living in Oklahoma right now where I'm based. Uh one of the few guys that put in the work and travel and is one of the most athletic big men in wrestling today. And we decided we were going to be a tag team. We knew we had to bust out some wild, uh, some wild stuff. And in Phoenix a couple weeks ago, a few weeks back, we did just that. And we showed GCW, I think, hey, you need to be booking Fuego Del Sol and Sam, Sam Stackhouse a lot more. And I think you will see that tag team a lot more in the future. And hopefully we get to whip, whip uh, Cole and, and Alex's ass. I love it. If you yeah. diss his video game play, and he'll take that oh, very, yeah. very personally. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We had Billy Starks on the show recently. She had no problem going right for the jug. Of course. Of course. Billy, ruthless. ruthless. Yeah. <laughs> call them call them a woman in a bikini. Call oh my them God. a woman out. Oh, oh Billy's God. mean. She just so tore out his spine through his throat. It was it was impressive almost. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> shall, shall we do the thing, Jeremy? Uh well real, real quickly uh somebody in chat is just saying they they would like more vlogs from you so I don't know if you Ooh. any plans to kind of restart that up but it, you know provide more insight on that if you do have plans to do some more vlogs and YouTube videos so I was doing some uh like some behind the scenes story content kind of like Maven is doing over on his channel uh and I found a lot of success in that but I didn't want to just blatantly rip Maven off, which a few videos, videos, it's, it's definitely different time periods and different companies in wrestling. But, uh, I wanted to, I let it breathe just for a hair. I definitely want to get back to that. And, but cause that was giving me the most success. Uh, but I would, I think vlogs are a little, are, are dying out. I felt like maybe for a, uh, hardcore fan base, maybe like on a private, like Patreon or something like that, I would release more vlogs, but, even me and Sammy were talking about this this past week. He's like, I don't think people enjoy watching wrestling through vlogs anymore. You know, you see BTEs kind of going away and now changed into the, being the dark order. Uh, you know, not many vlogs are. There are people still posting them. I just don't know if they're people are enjoying watching vlog. I think people, YouTube has gotten tired of vlog content at the moment. Um, but I definitely, if I was rich enough to hire my own editor, because that's this that's the shit I hate. I hate editing. Uh, 
Yep. And so if I had someone volunteer to edit for me until we made some money, then I would absolutely do it. More of it. I, I do enjoy doing the bits. Though. I feel like I'm my own producer. Like, oh, here's some clickbait for you. Alan's not going to like this. Alan Angel's message the vlog crew group chat asking for names for a TV show or talk show on, on, on TNA. And your boy came up with the sound checked. Oh, came up with the name The Soundcheck. So that's on me. That's my credit right there. Um, still can't get a job over there. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, <laughs> no, but I, no, that's just a good little job. I've always been very good at producing skits, doing that. I'm a very creative individual. And that's something that people didn't see. And, you know, anytime Sammy has got interviewed about that or about me, he's always made sure to say that, hey, man, Fuego was an idea guy. He comes up with a lot of ideas and funny moments and and good storytelling beats and things of that nature, which uh, I think will lend to uh, my expertise. That expertise will be great later on in my career once I'm done wrestling and being able to do more backstage things in a creative role i can absolutely see myself there well i know they're going through changes right now but have you had any talks with tna previously or in the uh, uh or more recently i talked to scott Demore a little bit and he was like hey tommy dreamer Gil kim they're 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 talent relations they're the people you should talk to and i got tommy's number and he's definitely told me he's keeping me in mind but at the moment uh there's been nothing for sure and then I've also been in touch with William Regal over on the other side. And, uh, and William Regal has had some really nice things to say about me. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing something of the nature there soon. Praise Fuego yeah. on TNA post shows moving forward. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that. We will do that. We play a little game here before we let you go. It's called Partner Promo or Punch in the Face. I'm going to give you mm. three names and you're going to pick which one you want to partner with in a tag team match, which one you want to do a promo with, and which one you want to have a singles match by punching them in the face. Are you ready for this, Fuego? So just uh, one, the three names, kind of like F, Mary Kill, you basically. Bet. Promo, <laughs> partner, punch. Okay, I got you. There we go. Cody Rhodes, Fuego 2, Stardust. Fuego oh, Dust, my partner, God. Promo, punch in the face. <laughs> I got a partner with Fuego 2, of course. Um... And then, yeah, and then let me promo with Cody, and then I'll punch Stardust in the face. I feel wow. like Cody Cody is a uh, is a phenomenal promo. And the way he goes about promos and thinks of promos and, and the direction, like when you get a Cody promo, you never – or a face-to-face, -face, like him and Punk a few weeks back before the Rumble. It's just like you never know the direction they're going to go. And I think that's what captivates me and keeps me interested in a, in a Cody promo is because he has a way of holding of bringing you in close and holding you there and keeping you uh, listening to his every word. And that would be a fun one. And then I, I like if, people need to go back and watch Fuego versus Serpentico on AEW Dark because it looked like it was going to start off and be, you know, this fun little comedy thing. And then he hit me with a pile driver on the apron and we're doing all this wild stuff. And I think that's exactly what a Stardust match would be. It seemed like it was going to be comedy. And then we go balls out and go crazy and do some wild things. Uh, so I, I feel like that justifies my answer. I like the idea, especially because you and Fuego too. If you're gonna do a promo with Cody Rhodes, Fuego too would probably want to get more reps in the ring. I get it. This is this all makes absolutely, sense. Absolutely, absolutely. Coming together, Fuego. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Again tonight for the GCW Championship, 
It's going to be Fuego del Sol challenging the champion Blake Christian. GCW's Touch the Sky live in Dallas. It's 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, Fuego, put over everything else you got going on, please. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm all over the place, right? You follow me on social medias, you'll see my schedule. Uh, I'm coming to a town near you soon, pretty much. Uh, I'll be at WrestleCon and WrestleMania weekend. Definitely come to the table, say hello, get you a picture. An autograph, shake my hand. It'll be a good time. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I got a YouTube channel that I upload occasionally at. I got a Twitch channel that I stream pretty weekly at. Uh, and just follow my Instagram and my tw- and my Twitter. Those are the best two places to keep up with Fuego del Sol. Thank you, Fuego. We appreciate you joining us this morning. Yeah. Thank you. Y'all good luck nice tonight. Week. Be Blake Christian. Please. Hell do. yeah, that's the goal, baby. <laughs> Tell and tell Cole Radrick we said hi. We do love him. Oh, I definitely trying will. to get definitely. trying to get mean things said about him. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, man. So there we go. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.